welcome, 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 welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Monday to you. It's Monday. It's March the 1st. The Sixers have a game tonight against the Indiana Pacers. I'm not going to say a must-win game for the Sixers, but if you want to stay atop the standings, <laughs> you know, it, it's a game that you really would like to have, right? Right now, at this moment, Joel Embiid is listed as questionable, and so is Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris is knee bruised. Joel keeps having his back tightness and stuff like that. But to me, the back tightness with Joel is more about, how should we say, taking time off, resting his body, the whole line. Um, I don't, I mean, I know his back is tight, but, you know, I don't see it being a, a bad problem. I, I think it's when, you know, what's the word I'm trying to say? Um, load management, so to speak. That's what I think it is. But you know what? I'm really not going to talk about the game tonight. What I want to talk about in this podcast is talk about the tough job that Doc Rivers and Daryl Morey has right now. You know, Doc Rivers is a Hall of Fame coach, future Hall of Fame coach, right? One of the winningest coaches in the league. Daryl Morey is maybe the most recognizable general manager out there or president of basketball ops now, making $12 million a year. My man is paid. But they have a tough task. And reason being is because of the expectations. I mean, when you look at this 76ers team, it's hard for me not to watch another game. And like, that's a former Sixer who could help the team right now. I mean, you look at some of the moves that were made before. Moves to where, okay, Jimmy Butler. They let Jimmy Butler walk. Now, again, people can argue for days about how no one really liked Jimmy. How... um, you know, personality conflict with the coach, Brett Brown. But he and Joel were really good friends. Played well together, learned how to play well together. That matters. You could go back and you could look at a guy like a Jeremy Grant. You could look at now like a Timothy Luwalu. You could look at, I guess, trading up the draft Markel Fox. although I was in favor of it. I was in favor of it. So I'm not, but that was a blunder. Like it was a, I shouldn't say a blunder, but it was something that happened that set the franchise back. I mean, you can look and you can see a lot of guys who the 76ers got rid of who could help them now. I mean, think about it. You get rid of Dario Sarge, Robert Covington, Jared Bayless for Jimmy Butler, who basically walks at the end of the season. I mean, well, you guys didn't want to bring him back either. So then you look at Cub and you look at Dario, and they would really add to that bench. Well, then all of a sudden, 
you have a chance to draft Mikael Bridges later. You draft him, and then you trade him for Zaire. However, the one thing you say is you were able to get Tobias. You know, so people don't criticize you as much as that, but Mikael Bridges is balling. So, you know, to me, this first year, a lot of people have been saying, like, well, you know, uh, this team is ready. This team is going to do this and that. And I always said that this first year was a cleanup year. Honestly, that's what I felt. I felt like next year was going to be the year that they were really going to make a push. Everybody's optimistic, though. But I, what I mean by cleanup was they got rid of Al Horford's contract. They bring in Danny Green, a guy on an expiring contract. Right? Right? Comes off the books next year. You got rid of that money that you had tied up to Al. Okay, Josh Richardson's a guy who wanted to be out of here. You basically knew you were going to lose him, so you trade him. And you bring in Seth Curry. You know, the coach doesn't know, right? But those two guys, those additions don't make the Sixers. I wrote this before. Those additions don't make the Sixers a championship contender. They make them a team that gets to the second round of the playoffs. Depending on the matchup. But that's where they are. They don't have the guy yet to make it. Now, again, Joel Embiid is playing out of his mind. Ben Simmons has been attacking the basket as of late. Tobias Harris is having a career year. But when you look at the depth of this team, and I know they reduce everything in the playoffs where starters play a lot of minutes and all that. But can you honestly say that this is a team that you think can go far? I mean, like tonight, the best player is listed as questionable. He's already missed six games. Some of these games are games where the Sixers really needed or games that would have helped. So it's to a point where if you're a doc, this can be a little tough because you don't know if you could rely on people night in and night out. It's tough. You know, that's something that people don't think about. You know, that's something that people do not think about. Not at all. But Right now, you know, I want you guys, let's talk about headspace right now. Wouldn't it be great if there were a pocket-sized guy that helped you sleep, focus, act, be better? There is, and if you have 10 minutes, headspace can change your life. Hold to talk about, uh, headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. You deserve to feel better, and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash locked on NBA. That's headspace.com 
slash um, headspace.com slash LockedOnNBA for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace full library of meditations for every situation. I'm telling you, go out there, y'all, and do it today. You know, there's something else. I'm not really a gambling man, but I know a lot of people who are. And there's only one place that has you covered and one place we at Locked On Trust. And that's BetOnline AG. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline AG and use that promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. Do that today. You guys can subscribe to this podcast wherever you get, get your podcast at, listen to your podcast at. In addition to being the host of this podcast, I am Philadelphia Inquirer's 76ers beat writer. You can follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. That's P-O-M-P-E-Y on Sixers. The same thing for Instagram, Pompey on Sixers. Now, so what I meant was, let's get back talking about, you know, dependable. Like if you're a coach, and you have a new team. If you're a president of basketball ops, you have a new team. This is a season where people rarely practice. Rarely practice. So how you get to this, how you see how these people are, is basically via uh, via games. You want to see if your lineups really work. You want to see who is stepping up. Who is doing this? Who is doing that? Now, again, now there's 30-something games now, so you have an idea, right? But when people are always hurt, and I'm talking about everyone, they've only had five games. They only headed into five games where they had their four allotment of players, right? That's it. Five games with their four allotment of players. So when you when you think of something like that and you say like, mm, okay, I want to see how we go up against this team. What what's the true test going to be? Okay, we got. I'm just going to throw a team name out there. We got Brooklyn. Assuming Brooklyn has all their players. Oh no, nah, we don't have any Seth. We don't have Seth today. Oh man. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Well. Okay. We got the uh, we 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 have uh, the Lakers coming to town again. Just throwing names out there. Oh man, no Joel, no Joel. Well, I guess we can't really use this as a barometer. Oh, okay. Now we have uh, the Clippers. No Tobias and Shake. Next game, no Ben. So you understand what I'm saying? It's tough to evaluate people. It's tough to evaluate your team. And then also, you want to go into a war and you want to be 
ready, and uh, I take back the word war. This is, the best. this is basketball. It's not like dropping bombs on people. But you want to go into a game, and you want to be like, you want to have your full allotment of players. You know, you want to, like, yeah, I got this. We ready. We're we going to do this. Nah, we got to mix up the lineup. It's hard. Hard to get a rhythm. In addition to being hard to evaluating people. Right? I mean, you look at Furkan Korkmaz. Yeah, he looks better in the starting lineup. But he's not a starter. But you have him in a starting lineup. You got to find ways to get him more involved or find ways to get him be more comfortable coming off the bench. You know? You know, right now it's, it's tough. But, you know, they did what they did in regards to getting rid of Al Horford's salary. But then sometimes you wonder, you say, well, as bad as Al Horford was here, and I know that was the contract, but you have to wonder if, if Daryl and Doc would have liked to see him a little bit longer. See if it would have meshed. You know? But hey, they were in cap. Cap hell. Capped out. Now you look at it and you're saying to yourself, look at this team. The players they let go are the type of players they need. Seriously. I mean, Rashawn Holmes is doing well. T.J. McConnell. Alec Burks. There's a lot of guys who are doing extremely well. Now, I don't know if Alec Burks' situation was was there... The Alex Burke situation probably wasn't their call, <laughs> you know. You know he he you know, but I think that had to do with Brett Brown. You know, There's a lot of guys that could have had. Y'all know how I you know how I do. Y'all know what I love. I love Built Bar. Let me tell you something about Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a chocolate candy bar. Mmm, 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 my brother loves it. It's nothing like waking up in the morning. Kind of slept late today, though. <laughs> but it's nothing like getting up early in the morning, having a cup of coffee, watching the news, and having my dog with me, and eating a Built Bar, drinking hot coffee, and, a, and eating, snacking on a Built Bar. It's nothing better. Let me tell you. Y'all need to do yourself a favor. I'm serious. You need to do yourself a favor and go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON and get 20% off your next purchase. I'm telling you, you need to do it today. Not right now. Because I want you to continue listening to this podcast. But you need to do it today. Seriously, real rap. Now, you can listen to this podcast wherever you subscribe to your podcast at. 
You can also subscribe to your podcast wherever you listen to podcasts at. In addition to being the host of this podcast, I am the Philadelphia Inquirer 76ers beat writer. So you can read me on Inquirer.com. You can also read me um, and the, go get a hard copy of the Philadelphia Inquirer and the Philadelphia Daily News. You can follow me on Twitter at Pompeii on Sixers. Follow me on Instagram at Pompeii on Sixers. So with all this stuff, y'all, the trade deadline is going to be interesting. But hey, I'm going to keep going back to what I said earlier in the season. The Sixers are performing well. The Sixers are performing great. But when I looked at the talent on this team, I always felt they were the fifth. They were anywhere from the fourth to the sixth team in the East. Right now, I have to say that I believe that they are the third best team in the East at this particular time. I know they have the best record. I know that. But I feel like the Milwaukee Bucks and the Brooklyn Nets at this particular time are ahead of them in regards to talent. And when you look at it, these two teams are playing better than the Sixers at this particular time. Right now, the Sixers are injury prone. Right now, the Sixers just have been struggling. They're starting to let games slip away that they should not have. Now, the one thing that I will say about Brooklyn, Brooklyn looks phenomenal. But they only played seven games with the big three, seven games. So, my question is, how is that going to mesh when they get all three? You look at Kawhi. I was on a radio show yesterday, or a TV show, and he asked me about Kawhi. Now, here's the deal. The thing about Kawhi is Kawhi is playing great, right? For the, for the Clippers, right? He would have been a great fit for the Sixers, but come on now. He wasn't happy. But I'm talking about Kyrie. I messed up. The thing about Kyrie is, he is the guy who's been kind of sort of the alpha dog late in the games. I think it has to be Kevin Durant. It can't be Kyrie. He's great, but I think you, you're doing yourself a disjustice if the ball's not in Kevin Durant's hands. So that's something they have to work through. James Harden has been sacrificing, playing well, shooting better percentage-wise. Everything is up besides his points <laughs> per game, right? But I think this team is going to come together. But it's going to take them a while to gel to get all three of them together, in my opinion. But, hey, it's just a tough job for Doc and Daryl. Peace.